Welcome to I'll Tell Ya, the wedding podcast. Join us, Jenny and Richard, as we navigate wedding trends and bridal dilemmas, including juicy gossip from behind the scenes in the wedding industry. We'll be spilling all the tea and arrival drinks on our do's and don'ts for your big day. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. I hope you enjoyed the last episode with our guest. Listening to our morning twining voices. Again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you're good. Welcome back. How are you, Jenny? Yeah, really good. Um, had a good week. Lovely rose the week was um, absolutely brilliant sample sale. Feel like we had a real buzz in the studio. Um, yeah, met some lovely brides and it was really lovely. Um, thorn of the week was probably uh, that I had to stick the heating on. Uh, but apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> apart from it's cold and I have to start paying for the heating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be cold trying to dress on. Jeez, <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, you got I got a rose. Oh, go on, sorry. Uh, my rose of the week is that we've got a really nice wedding at one of our favourite venues, which is Hidden River Cabins. Well, Ooh. Hidden River Barn, um, which is north. Cumbria, um, just on the edge of Carlisle, uh, which is really nice. We work there a lot. It's just such a nice, like, vast room. It's big, it's spacious. Yeah. It can take a lot of flowers, but it can also look really good, really minimal. Um, but yeah, we're going there this weekend. And I've had a few brides there, and it's such yeah. an incredible venue. It's just so um, popular as well. I think. If you've ever been there, like, honestly, the first time I rocked up, because I'd actually had brides there yeah. prior to me actually going and doing a shoot there. Um, Did you, was the first time when you went with me? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, not overwhelming, but it's a bit like, fuck me, this is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise how big it was and yeah. how beautiful it was. I, honestly, I was just like, what on earth? Like, I've never seen, like... It's really popular, <gasps> but it's like a hidden gem. Do you know what I mean? Like, because when yeah. you drive to it, you're driving down like a single lane road for ages and then you get to the bottom of it and there's this huge barn. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all the like log cabins as yeah. well that you can rent out on the same day of your wedding. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like such a cool. It ticks yeah, loads of boxes. Loads of boxes yeah. for a big wedding. Yeah. So this week we are discussing the all important guest list. Where to start? How to navigate? Kind of writing the guest list. I think a Who lot. To of... fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of couples probably find it quite daunting writing a long list of like. who they want to invite even if the list isn't long it's probably quite daunting to write all them names down and think is this the right thing to do yeah but yeah it's there's a lot of kind of family politics like friend politics isn't there you also don't want to feel like you're excluding anyone yeah yeah it's hard it's definitely hard it's probably one of the hardest parts of the wedding i think the one thing though that i would say about the guest lists like firstly is the fact that it's your wedding yeah it's your like, guest list. And I'm sorry, this might be a little bit not controversial because I'm sure that all the couples who have had this happen to them is probably thinking exactly the same. But honestly, if it is your wedding and you've got parents, for instance, stipulating that they want to invite such and such, you've never met them in your whole entire life. Please don't. Like, <laughs> don't. what on Literally earth? don't. like why would you want to share your day with somebody you've never met it's weird (laughs) yeah it's confusing isn't it yeah i would say my best tip for couples is to it sounds like you could try to tell them like 
the obvious, but think about who you want to be there in terms of like, who would you be gutted if they weren't there to see you get married? Yeah. Try not to think like I was invited to their wedding, so they need to come to mine. Yeah. Because that is obviously sometimes a bit of a bit of a like a no brainer sometimes. But if you would be gutted if you weren't at their wedding, like yeah. have them at yours type of thing. Um, think about who you want to have a conversation with on your wedding day, who you want to see, who you want to spend so much like good quality time with. That's not to say you will because there's that many people sometimes you don't. But think about who you would be gutted if they weren't there. Yeah. I think there's a lot as well, like, um, when it comes to family and stuff, like, um, just because they're your cousin doesn't mean you have to invite them. Mm-hmm. Like, you might even see them at family events, etc. But if you're not close, then don't feel like you have to invite someone because of that. And also as well, if they take it personally, let them. Like, they obviously weren't at the top of your list anyways. <laughs> so it's not really like... It might be a bit awkward at family events, but so I do understand it if you if you feel the need that you have to. But at the same time, don't invite people that you don't think you should. Mm-hmm. I've got a question for you. If you're inviting somebody and you don't know their partner, yeah, do you give them a plus one or do you invite their partner as well? Do you know what I mean? Do you invite the partner or do you give them a solo invite if you actually don't know them? Um, I don't know. If you'd like me, uh, I'm trying to think of myself in this situation because if one of my husband's friends invited him to a wedding, I didn't get to go. I probably wouldn't be that fussed mm. to like, really? Yeah. Um, I think that really only invite people that kind of matter to you and if it means that you've if you've got to narrow down the guest list and it means that you've got to knock off plus ones then do it like yeah i don't think people should really take it personally that they shouldn't be allowed to have a plus one especially if they're part of a friendship group anyways and there's going to be people there that they know yeah if they're not part of a friendship group and there isn't going to be people there that they know there may be i think it probably is a good thing mm-hmm. because a lot of people who are quite anxious in those types of situations. Yeah. So I think you've just got to evaluate it on the person, really. Yeah, good idea. Okay, Richard, so I've got a question for you. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> so when writing the guest list, where do you begin? I would start with writing down the important people first. So your bridal party, groomsmen, parents, or whatever, close relatives that you definitely want to be there. Yeah. Then I think a good tip is to kind of put your guests into groups so it could be like your partner's friends your friends your family your partner's family mm. and write exhaust the list write the full list yeah and now it might be a bit brutal to be knocking people off but write people that you're potentially not going to invite but you've got the list there you they're all there mm. and then start kicking people off not sounds awful but you know you might have ha- put a friend on there that's you're not super close with, but you put them on there yeah. um and then you'll get a really good list of people that you definitely want there yeah hopefully want to miss anyone you've hopefully got everybody covered it's also hard when you've got maybe like you give yourself a rule of like oh i'm going to invite i don't know all my cousins but not my cousin's partners Mm -hmm. but then you might be really close with one cousin's partner because you might see them on like a friendly basis rather than a family basis yeah which Um, is fine as well yeah so that's sometimes a bit hard because it can't be one rule for everybody it needs to be like my husband is really close to his cousins i have seen my cousins probably about three times in my whole entire life yeah so like i would never invite them 
maybe because I just don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they wouldn't invite me either, so there wouldn't be any expectation there. Uh-huh. Um, so sometimes you can't say, right, all cousins and then be you and... Yeah, this is what I was going to say is that each family is different. Yeah, each family is different. Like my husband, he has like a massive family. Um, So he has like, I think five aunties and uncles, for instance. Mm -hmm, That's like me. Um, And I have one uncle that my mum doesn't even speak to. (laughs) Yeah, I've got 18 cousins. And I've got literally no grandparents, my two brothers. And my mum and dad, and that's it. It's like yeah. five of us. <laughs> so, um, I know. Whereas, so. whereas, like, I'm on the other end of it, where I've got eighteen cousins, and we are we all are relatively close. Yeah. So it's like, how do you kick some people off and not others? I know. So <laughs> what I was going to say is that if you look at the lists, don't kind of compare like for like on yeah. each side. Like going, oh, the groom's got this many, and the bride's got this many. Like just literally look at it on the basis of how close you are to those people. Like. I've got five people in my family compared to my husband, Jamie, who's got like 10 cousins, five aunties <laughs> and uncles. Well, actually, no, about 10 aunties and uncles. And yeah, so y- you can only imagine aunties and uncles and cousins. My husband's already trumping me by 15 people. So yeah, it's like... <laughs> definitely. It's hard. It's hard. It can't be like a blanket rule, really, can no. it? You need to kind of look at each guest in terms of how close you are. Uh, I don't have as many social groups as my husband because he is very versatile in the groups that he kind of goes with. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm like, Mama, you love me or hate me. <laughs> like, so, which is fine. Like, I've, I've learned to live with that. <laughs> so the inspiration for this episode was a lovely listener who messaged us on Instagram. Jenny is going to read it out. And we're going to discuss from there. Hey, Richard and Jenny, I'm wanting your advice on my guest list. I was hoping you would do an episode on it. So if so please help. My partner and I got engaged and I'm planning our wedding and we are struggling with the guest list. We booked a venue we know will fit our max number of guests but when I imagine my wedding day I don't see a huge do. The only reason I say this is because we went to a wedding this summer and it was small and intimate and felt amazing to be part of. We both have big family but don't know where to even start. Any advice is good. P.S. Love the pod. Oh, thank you. Oh, very nice of you. I don't know if I could tell you this on a personal level of what I did at my wedding. Like I've just said, my husband has a massive family. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can say it on that, from that perspective. Yeah. <laughs> but we had immediate family only. That meant brothers, sisters, mum, dad, um, and then close, very close friends. Apart from that, we didn't invite anyone else. We also had grandparents. But yeah, apart from that, we didn't invite anyone else. Now, my husband was absolutely A-OK with that. And he was the one that actually suggested it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I was A-OK with that because I didn't have any other you family. Didn't so <laughs> didn't really you didn't matter in the situation. <laughs> yeah, but if, you're, if one is OK with it and one isn't, then I guess that's where you've got a yeah. conflict. But if you did do immediate family only to the day do and wanted that intimate wedding and then invited aunties, uncles, cousins, etc., mm-hmm. to the evening do, then that could be something you an could option. do. Yeah, an option. Yeah. I would say, coming from like a big family and also having a big group of friends, I would say, think about the people who are like non-negotiable in terms of like you want them there. Mm. And then if that list is longer than you want, unfortunately, that's the wedding you're going to have. 
also as well, can I just put it out there that just because you've got a large amount of people there doesn't mean that it's not going to be an intimate wedding. Yeah. Because if they really mean a lot to you, then there's going to be kind of like, sounds cheesy, but so much love in the air Mm -hmm. for you as a couple that it will become intimate. Yeah. And it won't feel like, yeah, a lot of the time, if you have a big guest list, the the conversations you have will be small because you've got to kind not cat you've not got to get around everybody but whereas if it's a smaller group of people you obviously have more meaningful conversations because you've got all day to speak to them yeah um but that doesn't mean it won't be like intimate and really nice i do understand what you mean in terms of you've both got big families what do you do from there because it is maybe a bit of pill to swallow for some people if you don't invite them but if that's what you want then you you've got to stick with your guns and kind of own it sometimes and if it's for you, then that's it. Yeah. That's right. I'd, I'd say, like, no matter what you do, you might get someone kicking up a stink. So, mm. yeah, don't kind of, like, don't get upset by it or downtrodden by it either. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, our our wedding, when we invited a kind of immediate family only, um, the garden that we got married in has, like, kind of a public pathway by the side of it, mm-hmm. which is kind of like closed as well when a wedding happens. But um, we actually allowed like some of our family, if they wanted to, to come and view the wedding over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you can come Sounds and watch. ridiculous. But... You can come and watch, but just over the wall. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't to say that they weren't kind of like, they couldn't come and view us getting married. It was more. Um, but it's like when some people go and like stand outside a church. and things We like that, had only they? so much seating as yeah. well. Like that was part of the reason for it. And also as well, it came down to money. Like we, we genuinely couldn't afford a lot. Yeah. Um, and still also, can't. <laughs> so. And also like I, I would say our best advice is if you write down the list of people that are non-negotiable, that you, they have to be there. Yeah. In terms of your loved ones, and it is over what you wanted. It is that's the case. Yeah. That's kind of the wedding you're gonna have. Um, but that's not to say it won't be small, or it won't mm. be intimate. Can I just say as well, like I had a small wedding and still don't manage to speak to everyone. So don't think that you're gonna have these meaningful conversations with every single person that's there just because it's small. Yeah. You don't. You don't yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do a quick fire session with Richard. Mm-hmm. Right, let's get going. You've got to pick one. Family or friends? Oh, God. <laughs> Is this included in the bridal party? No. Or guest list? Uh, no, I would say guest list. Okay. This. Friends. Because <laughs> it cuts oh. loads of money off the budget if I get rid of family. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with friends. Big or small guest list? big for me it's gonna have to be big i've got too many i know too many i've got too much family whoever you get married to i've got too much family yeah but god forbid if you whoever you get married to you'll be like a fish in the sea (laughs) (laughs) evening guests yay or nay uh i'm gonna go with no and that's because i think this sounds awful but i think i never get an invite to an evening and think Oh, I can't wait for that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I never get any, like, in the daytime of the... How si- many weddings have you been to, though? When I've been an evening guest. Yeah. A few. Oh, right, okay. Um, But obviously, I think for me, I just wouldn't have them because I just think it's nice when the party just carries on. We're not, we're not waiting for the stragglers to catch up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Because I think also when you're an evening guest, you feel like an afterthought. Yeah, you yeah. do. Don't know why. <laughs> you feel like you missed out. You're not, but you definitely like. You feel do like you've missed like out on the day, up. and like because everyone's drunk, you're like, oh god, I need to be on the big catch up here. But you feel like you you've missed out, which is mm. awful because that's not the case. But you sometimes feel like you're a bit like, oh, what have you stopped being doing today? <laughs> I've been at the wedding. What have you been doing? I get it. Would you invite guests your partner has never met? No. But I would make sure they met them before the wedding. Yeah, I was going to say, because sometimes there's like friends. Like I have uni friends. Yeah, that you might not That I lived with for three years and they're like my best friends. So it's a funny one because we all like one of them lives in Dubai. Two of them live in London. One of them lives in Sheffield. Yeah. So it's like we're all spread out, but they are some of my best friends. Mm. Like I went to Italy for one of their weddings in summer. Mm. So it's not like... I would not never invite them, but I'd maybe just make sure that. Yeah, I get that. Everybody met beforehand. Do you give your parents a guest list allowance? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if you if you're there, you want all bells and whistles, and you're like, yeah, come on, man, bring who you want, go for it. Um, if you don't want that, no. No, I think there's a time and a place to him. Like allow your parents to maybe have a guest list, especially because they do feel a little bit like they are under the microscope. Um, if they've got like a bestie that you've known your whole life, they're probably going to be there anyways. Yeah. Um, like if they've got really close friends, they're mm-hmm. probably going to be there anyways. So I would never be in this I don't predicament. Think they'd need it. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I would never be in this predicament because my mum and dad don't really have friends. Because they're more of like, like if you ask them, they're like, well, we're each other's friends. We don't need friends. And because we've got a big family. Yeah. It's never been a case of like, my mum's got a really big group of friends as well. So I would never be in that position. (laughs) But I wouldn't give them one anyway. (laughs) So the celebrity wedding of the week that we are discussing is Rita Ora and Taika Waititi. They got married in secret. I was going to say, I didn't know they were even married. (laughs) And they announced their wedding with a Vogue article on their one year anniversary. I was still of conclusion that she was Becky with a good hair. <laughs> so. Well, who knows? But yeah, she's um, she's married. And yeah, I will get some images up and we will review. She proposed to him and he said yes. The article says that the filmmaker got engaged to Rita Ora because of her proposal. Oh. Mm-hmm. She's quite nice. Very modern. She proposed to him, which is good. It wasn't in London or in France, like everyone reported. Taika clarifies it was actually in LA with a small group of friends. That's our home, Rita quotes. Lovely. Getting married at home. Sounds I'd love sofa that. with your feet up. I know. <laughs> with a small group of friends, which sounds nice. Ching, ching. Brew. <laughs> <laughs> the bride wore Tom Ford and Lorraine Schwartz jewellery for the intimate ceremony. She confirmed Tom Ford is one of her favourite designers and all-round favourite human. He's now one of my good friends. He is the dress. Oh, yeah, it is the dress I found then. Beautiful. The single rose for the bouquet. I actually love that single rose. I think that's gorgeous. Yeah, it's fancy, isn't it? It's, it's very high-end, very editorial. I feel like it looks good, but like, what would you do with it walking down the aisle? I think you'd feel a bit like, woo, you're waving a like wand. Like a wand, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you feel a bit like... Just like thing? whack people on the head yeah, as you wander the down. There's another image of the dress. It's like a one-shoulder, full-sleeve lace. It's almost like a Chantilly lace, but not. Um, Some parts of it are like, um, are they like leopard print as well? 
Yeah, there's some like zebra print, like kind of leopard print. She's obviously had the lace made. And then there's like a little bow on one side. It looks like it's made from like a silk chiffon. It sounds horrific to describe, doesn't it? Yeah. A leopard print, zebra print wedding dress, one shoulder, long sleeve. Yeah. With a bow. It's more like the pattern of a white lace. It's quite understated, really, which sounds strange. It's very understated. There's no train to it. It's like tiny, no train, scalloped edge on the lace. Yeah, and it's got like a nude underlay. Hmm. I like it. I like it, but and then I think it's perfect for the kind of wedding that she obviously had and wanted. Yeah, at home. Yeah. I don't know, I just don't feel like it's a wedding dress in my mind. Mm. But that's my it's opinion. quite red carpet, isn't it? Like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, sh- she's probably worn more elaborate on the red carpet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like celebrities do that, though, don't they? They... They're like really important times in their life. They go dead understated and then like just a random red carpet or something. They go crazy. Yeah. Um, it's probably because they can actually decide what they want for the wedding day. Whereas yeah. like other times they're styled, aren't they? I mean, she looks beautiful. Not yeah, she lie. does. Um, She's one of them celebrities that just kind of float around. Like if someone said, what does Rita Ora do? What the hell would you say? Sings. When was the last time she brought a song? She was Becky with the good hair. I don't know. <laughs> she's an actress. <laughs> she's like, like she's I everything. Know. Yeah. But yeah, she's I do like her though. Like, I, I like her. her I do. Yeah, well. I really like her. Um, so their friend hosted their wedding last minute. Apparently, they said they got a good group of friends together and they had a great time. One of their wedding gifts off their friend was a surprise Elvis impersonator who showed up and serenaded them. That's hilarious. And they danced it. the night away. To That's pl- something you do. <laughs> <laughs> they danced the night away to a playlist made by the couple. Oh, she's nice, I suppose. Yeah, homely. Chilled. I wonder if Rita sung him a song. <laughs> she maybe did. She maybe did. But yeah, it sounds like a very... It's very different to the other ones that we've reviewed. Yeah, it, it's just like an elopement, really. Yeah. Parents watched it over Zoom, supposedly. So. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah. Her parents will be in England and he's... I think he's from New Zealand, so they'll be there as well. Mm. Nice. like it. Yeah. It just proves that you can do anything that you want, really, doesn't it? That it doesn't have to be... Especially guest list. I don't feel like they were influenced by anyone doing that, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite nice not to see that there is that expectation just because you're a celebrity to yeah. have this big elaborate wedding. Definitely. It shows that you can do whatever you want in terms of guest list as well. If they've just had a few people at home, I'm presuming they don't live in like a two up, two down, semi-detached. No. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone getting the neighbours going, Turn all right, you're getting married today. Neighbours going, turn that Elvis impersonator down. (laughs) (laughs) In the front room. They're not cramming everybody into the kitchen for the buffet, are they? No. (laughs) But yeah, it sounds nice. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Right. I think that is the end of this week's pod. That is us done. Yeah. Which is nice because we're finally through the recording. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening again. It obviously means so much to us if you definitely get to the end of every episode and you hear us saying thank you. We will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.